This is a public service announcement for any of you who live near me or in my town uh, and like to walk around town on days where there's an event, like the Memorial Day Parade or the recent bike race that we had in Grandview. My daughter and her friends are setting up lemonade stands. Okay, a lemonade stand, some crap-ass country time, you make $7. That's a lemonade stand, right? Well, (laughs) Audrey bakes cookies, and they're actually legit good cookies, Two bucks a lemonade, one dollar a cookie. The cookie price is right. The lemonade is country time and a little <laughs> shit-ass cup of that. But, okay, and they have a nice sign, and it's three now going to, into eighth graders going, come on, lemonade, whatever, and best lemonade you ever had, best cookies you ever had, whatever. What do you think an adult will say when they walk by? Oh, I'd love to. I don't have any cash. Right? And they immediately go, we take Venmo. And then they point <laughs> to the sign which uh, has the Venmo on it. And they're like... Fuck. Ah, yeah. <laughs> oh, good. Good. Because I really wanted to buy a lemonade and a cookie. <laughs> Fuck. So that's how they get them. Um, they have raised uh, quite a lot of money uh, in, in the two times so far. And I think that they're planning to do it again. So, Well, Ben, there's a $15 credit card minimum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. We got to tell her. And- Get her to to move up. With All that. right, yeah. before processing fees, we're at fifteen sixty. Now let mm-hmm. me just close. You want to leave a tip? If you know, so here's Spot I'm just going to ask you a couple questions. Twenty percent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the tips automatic twenty percent, but then we're still expecting a tip after on top of that because the uh-huh. the twenty yeah. percent is included. So it's not really mm-hmm. a tip. You get your receipt back and you're like, why is Ticketmaster on here? Convenience <laughs> <laughs> fees. Nevada state tax. What? Listening to Free Legal Advice Podcast. This is a weekly comedy podcast where each week I, Ben Seeker, or one of my three brothers, tells a, a funny story or has a funny topic to discuss with his brothers who may or may not know what the funny topic is going to be about. So, uh, listening audience, a few weeks ago we did one, a month ago maybe, on uh, cover bands. This is a cover podcast sometimes where we do podcasts in the styles of other podcasts. Last week actually was much closer to the dollop, which I was trying to imitate their opening, um, where Matt had some funny stories, uh, and then uh, we didn't know what he was talking about. Um, This week, I do have a funny topic, but I have not told my brothers what it is about. Um, In the 1980s... Let's see, how many of Lil' Captain Travis, raise your hand if you were alive in the 1980s or you grew up then. Some of you, yes, yeah, some of uh, the listening audience, too. I like that we're just, we're, just, we're just going right, we're going in hot. Coming in hot, 1980s. Right. Uh, cocaine, is it about we're cocaine? Coming in hot, asking our podcast audience to raise their hand. Mm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, in the 1980s, if you grew up, you might have heard of a little thing called ninjas. They were kind of big in the 1980s. <laughs> Tons of movies. Every, I don't think there was a Ninja He-Man, but there was definitely a Ninja G.I. Joe. Doesn't make much sense, but of course there was. Good and you know bad what? ninjas. Ben mentioned 80s, and mm-hmm. now he's on to ninjas. I still think it might be cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, uh, yeah, it, it could be. Could be coke ninjas. Um, so they were very popular, and there were a lot of people who took advantage of this. Of course, like I said, it was in all types of media. But a lot of people were interested 
in ninjutsu. And so there were a lot of people who claimed to be and teach ninja shit. How many of you in this recording studio, because of course, listening audience, I can't tell if you've heard of this or not. If you have, great. If you haven't, I don't fucking care. Shut up and listen to the rest of the podcast. (laughs) Matt, Corey, Grant, have either of you, any of you, ever heard of a man named Ashida Kim? Ooh, Mm -hmm. why does that sound familiar? (laughs) Yes, you don't know. Okay, great. So, uh, Ashida Kim, fantastic guy. Ashida Kim is a pretty weird name for a dude, because Ashida is a Japanese name. Kim is a popular Korean last name, right? And it's especially weird because his real name is Radford W. Davis. Uh, (laughs) I'd I'd switch it to Ashita. (laughs) So he was born... Wait, is this this a Duke Boys episode? uh, That's Radford W. Davis. (laughs) A southern ninja. Yeah, that is... The only ninja. Instead of a black belt, he had a black bolo tie around his neck. (laughs) I do declare assassin at your service. (laughs) This guy's amazing. He's still alive and kicking. He was born in 1948 in Florida. Uh, Real interesting guy. Kind of comes out of nowhere in uh, the martial arts type world. But like I said, in the 80s, there's all things ninja, okay? And also, if you remember the 80s, and if you want to prep yourself for a couple of podcasts down the road of ours... um, You couldn't look stuff up on the internet in the 80s. So people claimed all kinds of crazy fucking dumb bullshit. And, uh, hey, leaving ninjas out of this, there were karate classes everywhere where it's complete nonsense. Maybe your sports team coach claimed that he could shoot his chi at people (laughs) or light shit on fire and all kinds of other crazy-ass fucking baloney. Maybe he believed him. Maybe that wrestling coach and or, or generic sports coach. Could be anyone. I was originally going to do this on a different guy, um, and I still might do that topic, but I thought uh, this one came up, and I was like, "This is I want to do this one instead. There's a lot of these famous fucking crazy people, um, and I love them all. Um, in When I was a kid, I loved all martial arts. All of that stuff was super cool and interesting. I wanted to learn how to use all the Ninja Turtle weapons. I wanted to learn how to throw fireballs and do all kinds of cool-ass magic martial arts shit. Who doesn't want a ninja sword? Um... Fast forward, uh, there is an internet in the 2000s, and Rachel V. Mahoney, the law that prevents me from being sued for anything said on a podcast, mm-hmm. uh, I may or may not have had free time at a job I may or may not have had, and spent a lot of time <laughs> on a website called Bullshito. So Bushido is the way of the warrior. Bullshito was a play on that. It's about bullshit martial arts stuff. McDojos, as they uh. would like to say. Places where you go, and if you pay enough money, <laughs> you get a belt at the end, but you can't fight your way. You can't fight at all. You're scared of stuff and you don't, you didn't really learn anything. You just paid enough money. So they would expose all kinds of people from local dipshits to legends like Mr. Ishida Kim. And that's probably how I found, uh, it, it could have been referred to me through, uh, Columbus area MMA coach, uh, Jay Williams, who probably doesn't listen to this, but may, I don't know. Anyway, uh, Ishida Kim, Ishida Kim and fake ninjas, man. So, Let's tell you, I'm going to tell you a little bit about Ashita Kim. I'll tell you a little bit about a guy that's related to Ashita Kim. Then we're going to take a look at his website and a bunch of his other cool shit. Okay, so Ashita Kim, his story, he claims that he first encountered ninjutsu in the distant land of Chicago, mm. where <laughs> he was, quote, working with a biker gang, okay, and in a secret dojo... 
he learned the quotes, the dance of the deadly hands. Okay. <laughs> and guys, we don't have enough time to go through all of Ashita Kim's videos and websites or his, his website. It's fucking amazing. The dance of the deadly hands. It's it's one of those things where a guy is standing there and he does a like ha hoo ha 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 ah, yeah 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 throws him on the ground and then like bear claws the back of his head and like karate chop massages him a bunch of times. Uh, it's a bunch of those things. The dance of okay, the deadly then, hands. The dance of yeah. the deadly hands only works if it's like one of those like close up videos of someone skateboarding with their fingers. <laughs> or like throwing up gang signs like like his his yeah. his attacks there's no way okay so he claims then that in the chicagoland area he got in with the black black dragon fighting society anybody know about the black dragon fighting society and or no. count dante i'm going to tell you all about it in a minute count dante uh so he says you know he got in with this guy count dante is it's a whole thing, but he also claimed he could do the dim mock or the, uh, you know, death touch, mm. which is a trope of, you know, all kinds of awesome media, but of course is true, you know? Um, <laughs> so he claimed he learned that from him, and now, you know, he was one of their the top fighters in the Black Dragon Fighting Society, and now he's going to teach you ninjutsu. And he sold all kinds of books. Um, he's the author of Secrets of the Ninja, Ninja Secrets of Invisibility, Ninja, Hands of Death, Ninja Training Manual, Deadly Grip of the Ninja, and Ninjutsu for Women. There's, there's <laughs> seriously. All the previous books were only for men. I think that's implied. He has written more than 30 books, okay? Including some erotic okay. novels, one of which I'll tell you all about. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Sounds like an expert. He is absolutely an expert. So now I'm going to show you guys a little bit of Mr. Ishida Kim. Here is Ishida Kim that's going to do some ninja appearing and disappearing. Sorry, first he rolled away, he disappeared, and then he comes back in. He, he rolled uh-huh. out in front See? of a bush. <laughs> yes, um, uh, there are uh, many... <laughs> That was him, you know, crawling up a, a wall here. Um, hold on a second. There's one that I want to show you. Okay, yes. The Art of Invisibility. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, I got it. Who wants to describe okay. this one? Grant, Matt, me? I'll do it. Okay. He's talking so, Corey, about this t- is your ninja bedroom, by the way, and you're worried like someone might come into your ninja house. Ben, this is Grandma's spare bedroom that he has two ninja swords on the on the side table. There's, yeah. a, doily. There's a fucking doily and flower print curtains, which are important because uh-huh. the ninja was instructed to use his natural environment to hide. And he steps behind the curtain. I can see him from the gut down. It is. Uh, <laughs> it's like a four-year-old playing hide-and-go-seek. <laughs> yes. But also he was yeah, in the room... Completely unobserved, unnoticed. Why does he even need to hide? He's already there <laughs> well, to like, assassinate through whatever he's doing. Well, this is like his room and someone might be coming in, you know? Oh, and, he's hiding uh, in his room. I thought, okay. Yeah. Yeah, at first I was with you. it looks like there's someone in the bed, but. That's what I thought. But it's like, okay, you know, you hear a prowler in your house and then you uh, you roll out of bed and your wife's in there and you get, you know, you get the gun and go downstairs, so to speak. And, but instead, he pulls a curtain over the top oh, yeah. of him. That'll work. That'll work. Uh, so this, these are parts of the art of invisibility. You guys, are, am I still sharing my screen? This is his website, which is just glorious. Um, I'll, we'll talk about more 
of uh, Ashita Kim. So I mentioned that Mr. Kim was uh, said he was a member of the Black Dragon Fighting Society. What is the Black Dragon Fighting Society? To tell you that, I have to give you a quick overview of one Mr. Count Dante, um, one of the first and another very famous, awesome uh, people in the world of martial arts. Um, so John Timothy Kehan was born uh, to a wealthy or a well-to-do Irish family in 1939 in Chicago, okay? Um, he took up boxing in high school. Uh, he joined the Marines and then later the Army. Of course, you know, in the military, you learn how to fight. Uh, they teach you, you know, how to bayonet somebody and do all that kind of stuff. Um, he studied many martial arts styles in the 1950s because, you know, after World War II, karate and judo were really popular in the United States. There was, like, all this new stuff, and, like, he, he was very interested in this stuff. Um, he got a black belt in karate. He opened a school. He very much promoted full contact fighting because he's like, hey, you know, you're, how do you know if this stuff works if you don't try it? And all of this is, is so far so good. Um, Wait, Ben, you know, Ben, the, how do you know it works if you don't try it? This is the man who knows the death touch. We'll get there. <laughs> he doesn't know the death touch yet, Corey. There's, there's uh, a throne of corpses in the back. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets into karate and he's he starts, you know, there's like the World Karate Federation, the American Karate Federation, the Confederation of American Karate. It's one of these kinds of things. So he starts his own because he's like, I don't like the other one. Too much weird traditional crap. Well, for some reason, in 1967, he changed his name to Count Juan Rafael Dante, <laughs> claiming <laughs> that his family actually had to flee Spain during the Spanish Civil War to, uh, you know, because to, they were afraid of the royalists. So they came to the U.S. and changed their name. So really, this is his actual name. So he, his story went from, hi, I live on 6th Street on that house to like, we fled Spain. Call me the count. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I would. I would. I agree Kiss with this already. So he said that he used to be in secret death matches in China and Thailand where, you know, he would kill people in front of a crowd. It was a fight to the death. Um, he claimed, of course, that he learned the dim mock, the death touch. He could kill someone mm -hmm. by touching them in a special way, um, which would otherwise, you know, not look lethal, you know, like poking them in the chest with your finger or something. And then sometime later they die. <laughs> um, and he started the Black Dragon Fighting Society. Um, and at that time, he started promoting this heavily in books, uh, comic books. So, Grant, I would like you to read this ad. So it says, Yes, this is the deadliest and most terrifying fighting art known to man, and without equal. Its maiming, mutilating, disfiguring, paralyzing, and crippling techniques are known by only a few people in the world. An expert at Dim Mak could easily kill many judo, karate, kung fu, aikido, and gung fu experts <laughs> at one time with only one fingertip pressure using his murderous poison hand weapons. <laughs> Instructing you step by step through each move in this manual is none other than Count Dante, the deadliest man who ever lived. <laughs> <laughs> so you pick up your Fantastic Four, flip through, and you see that. I don't know, like, how I wouldn't have just been, like, uh, shooting like a rocket to the post office with uh, my money to learn how to do the poison hand weapon techniques. Ben, I was about to ask if you had a follow-up on where I could send the deadliest man who ever lived some money. 
<laughs> because I'm, I am all about maiming, mutilating, disfiguring, paralyzing, and crippling. I mean, I can do like karate, three or four of those, but kung all fu, yeah, kung fu, but also gung fu, gung fu, yes. the same thing. But ah, you know, there's someone while he's doing that list, someone's like, <gasps> like raise their finger and about to speak, and then he gets to gung fu, they just bring it down. Oh, okay, okay, I have no objections now. So Count Dante gets very popular by doing this and promoting his Black Dragon Fighting Society. Uh, I might show you guys some pictures, but um, this is a group of people, a real human group of people. Um, And it's weird, but it gets a little weirder because in 1970, so three years after he changes his name to Count Dante and he's putting these ads everywhere, he gets into a fight with a local dojo. This is known as the Dojo War, I believe. Um, In 1970... They raided another dojo, the Green Dragon Society's Black Cobra Hall. <laughs> oh what playset are you talking sweet. about? What is this? Is it just called like this Corey is... Seifert's School of Wrestling now? The, the Green this Dragon is an Society's 80s frat movie. Like yeah. you're raiding the other dojo is like I, I've been in a uh, frat and this. Let's go raid their frat house. Like the, that, the, these are Ninja Turtle playsets. so they raid this other dojo they claim like they're cops or something and this huge brawl breaks out and count dante's friend dies i mean they like beat them this isn't a joke like and count dante can fight at least some right i mean he took boxing he has he's the deadliest man alive sorry 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 the deadliest man ever ever lived lived. (laughs) so that's a good point it's not just the deadliest one right now he's the one who ever lived because Hitler, he learned this stuff that other Genghis people already Khan. knew. <laughs> it's not like he made this stuff up. He le- he was taught this stuff by other people, and now he's the deadliest, yeah. even though they knew it already. Yeah, but he's better at it. They taught him. He improved on the techniques. So the they all get a lot of them get arrested and stuff. And strangely, nothing really comes of it. The judge gives them all a stern warning, like you guys fucking around with that karate shit. This is gonna happen. I guess so, is what happened. This makes me think, like, so I, right away, as you're talking about these bullshit artists, I, I start thinking, so surely they don't believe that when I touch someone, you know, they're going to die. So, like, it's all in their head. Are they complete charlatans? Or do they start believing their own bullshit? But the fact that they get into an actual brawl with this rival gang makes me think that they must believe some of the bullshit that they they're telling some themselves, of it. right? They, they yeah, have to they think, like, some of it. I'm a badass. I can kill this person. Matt, uh, you wonder... You know, like what? What like social checks or like like uh, proper being like being properly raised? Are they missing that they think this way? And then you see a right. boys will be boys ruling of hey, cut that out now. <laughs> <laughs> how they get? How they? How was this allowed to go so far? It is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the end of Dante's story is in 1975. He has a he dies of a bleeding ulcer, and that's the end of Count Dante. He must have touched himself wrong. I I don't know. Uh, yeah, but he. So Dante dies. Midas situation. <laughs> but the Black Dragon Fighting Society goes on. It's a thing. Um, wh- what is it? I don't know, but it's a thing. Now let's go back to our good, our man, Ashita Kim, who claims he's a member of the society and one of their top fighters, okay? On his website, he sells a whole lot of things, and one of them is membership in the Black Dragon Fighting mm-hmm. Society. <laughs> so <laughs> the, the Black Dragon Fighting Society... <laughs> Gets pissed about this. Like, hey, you, you're not allowed to make new members to our group. And they sue him, okay? 
the judge throws it out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the judge is like, fucking shut up. Just I don't care who's on it. exists in your minds, in all of your minds. Yes. And he's saying, well, the thing that's in your head is now in my head. I don't care. Go away. <laughs> Legally, I'm go sorry, away. Though. Gavel. <laughs> yes, exactly. The law of the state of Illinois does not stretch to your imagination, my friend. I'm sorry. There's no jurisdiction over this guy's brain. Um, but uh, you guys know the story of the Black Dragon Fighting Society. Of course you do, because I just told it to you. Yes. But uh, she, Kim says it did not start in the 1960s in Chicago. It started 6,000 years ago. <laughs> in Chicago. In the city of Atlantis. <laughs> oh, my God. No. <laughs> No. Where ninjas come from? Yeah, that's. (laughs) I mean, at least the Black Dragon Fighting Society did. I know Chicago's deep history, their ninja (laughs) roots, but like, don't give me Atlantis. Come on. (laughs) The history of this town's deeper than the pizza. Uh, yeah, that's in Atlantis. You get the deepest dish. <laughs> it's too deep. Some say. Oh my god. Some would say it is Delved too deep. Too, they, they 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 baked too deeply. <laughs> <laughs> um, before we get, he sells black belts, and we're going to talk a little bit more about that. Um, but uh, you might think that a guy like this, some people might call bullshit, right? There's some people who might go. You know what, Mr. Ishida Kim, who's posting on this message board? You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I watched your video. You look like an idiot. I could kick your ass, right? <laughs> there are some crazy people and probably would call bullshit. There yeah. are. I mean, there's always a few people. wackos. Yeah. Some doubters. Yeah. There are some doubters. So Kim issues the $10,000 challenge, you know, oh. because he's such a badass. You think you're a badass? Well, here's the $10,000 challenge. You want to fight me, you pay me $10,000. <laughs> <laughs> More so, I require Wait, first I first require a $25,000 fee to show up. Well, then how is it? That's what? not how it's a, it's a challenge. Hold on. It's a challenge. So it's a $35,000 challenge. Because okay. I don't just want to fight any of you losers. You also have to prove you, have, you need a note from your doctor showing that you're in good physical health. Okay, we need uh, an athletic commissioner or some somebody to observe the match. There are no rules, except there are rules that I impose. Like if I pin you, then I win. Um, <laughs> okay, the ten thousand dollar challenge that still kills me. I, the ten thousand thirty five thousand dollar challenge yes. that that you pay me. Not that you pay me. Okay, oh no, God. I. I First off, I really like this of like, you want to punch me in the face? $35,000. I'll show up. Put your money where your fist is, asshole. <laughs> so, as I told you, I used to uh, go on this website, Bullshito. Pretty funny. There were some people who actually went into the UFC that were on there that uh, I can say, oh, I remember them posting way back when. But it was a good time in the days of message boards and such. Well, they pooled money together. I did not donate for this. They pooled money to raise and show Ashita Kim, we have 35000 bucks. Now let me come and kick your ass. Because the <laughs> guy was a, a big tough dude. <laughs> Kim said, you're a bunch of ass lickers and deleted all the posts. And quit the <laughs> <laughs> now that is the art of fighting without fighting, my friend. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. You're yeah, a bunch so, of ass lickers. What, what an amazing douchebag. You know, hey. 
you know this guy has existed throughout history. You know there was some guy <laughs> in China who's just kind of like, you know what, I started with some monks and I'll kick your ass. And everyone stands up, he's like, you're not worth it. <laughs> oh, 100%. Well, it's, yes. Nothing is new there. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't have to bring you guys back to his website yet, but so I told you uh, he sells black belts. But let me give you a little background, okay? So I'm going to ashitakim.com and under the section Ninja Temple, okay? I'll tell you a little something. So <laughs> he talks about how, how instruction has happened, how it happens in the Western world. He talks about what a dojo is and um, he says, uh, you know, that the classic Shaolin temple scenario, still possible today, is for the student to indenture himself to the monastic order, live on the grounds with no belongings, yada, 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 you know how this kind of thing goes. He talks about some other stuff, and he says, the degrees, levels, and intricacies of this training are well documented in the Chinese film 36 Chambers of Kung Fu. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's, it's, wait, 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 wait. It's well, well documented, documented in this. <laughs> <laughs> it's a documentary, so. <sighs> the rest of this page for a while is, is talking about it, how it actually happened, he said. Like, you know, and this is what would happen, and this is how they would show that he had good vision. And he, he talks, <laughs> it's, he, it's a fucking made-up movie. If you guys have never ben, seen the, the 36 ben, Chambers of Shaolin, the Shaw which is what he links up. to. <laughs> yes. Anyone who is watching 36 Chambers of Shaolin, which, by the way, go watch it. Anyone who watches oh, it and is like, great. so how do you think he did that one? I would instantly <laughs> ask that person for $10. <laughs> it's, Knowing it's, I will uh, get it and not have to give it back. <laughs> it, uh, it is incredible. So... Uh, as you can see, I'm not making this up. See the degrees? <laughs> I'm not making this up. So let's talk about some of this. And what he's trying to say is that you can study martial arts and maybe you get gypped for a certain reason, you know? Um, you get screwed out of getting your black belt. So I'm going to help you get a black belt. So he says, if you've ever served in the U.S. military and have been trained in hand-to-hand -hand combat, you deserve a certificate that says so. When you click on that, <laughs> you can see the American Home Guard certification in hand-to-hand -hand combat. Home you pay fifty-five dollars plus seven dollars priority shipping. <laughs> that looks like oh, a God. sixth grade clip art level of like it doesn't even look like a like make it look like a certificate at least. Matt, Matt, I, I grad my graduation certificate from the Dare program is more fanciful and like <laughs> ornate than that. <laughs> um, if you trained at many dojos, learned many techniques but were never graded in a style or system. Or if you were never ranked or denied rank because of political issues. Hmm. If your awards or black belt certificate were lost or stolen, we can help. So <laughs> you can get a dojo ranking membership. Oh which my is God. <laughs> clip art is a bamboo dollars frame. Plus $7 priority shipping. Jesus. $55 <laughs> for a quote unquote certificate that has a, again, a bad clip art bamboo border and basically just a, a bad picture of Chuck Norris kneeling in a, a gi. Well, it's, that's a Sheeta Kim kneeling. Uh, oh, some that's him. Nicer okay. photoshopped him, yes. But you'll get that, but you'll also get an official Dojo Academy Martial Arts ID card, a membership handbook. And then you gotta, you just have to specify this, and then you get credit. Whoa, for whoa, it. whoa! If you are a fan of Sherlock Holmes, you can become a member of the American Home Guard Baker Street <laughs> Baker Street Irregulars. I saw that earlier. If you're a fan of Sherlock join, Holmes, join classic martial arts figure. It says join forces with Sherlock Holmes. Mm -hmm. With There's a picture <laughs> of Sherlock Holmes that you're gonna get Christ. the hidden army of Sherlock Holmes. That's the. Uh. <laughs> Uh, 
there was the uh, where's the street fighting one? Oh yeah, that's a, that's a nice looking one. Um, the underground pugilists of America, boxers, wrestlers, and street fighters unite. Send fifty five dollars plus seven dollars priority shipping. You know what sucks? If you got if you got sixty two bucks, you can only get one. <laughs> Which do you choose? Yeah. Aptly, the subcaption said. It, your your picture hadn't lo- or the picture of the certificate was loading on my computer, but the oh, caption sorry. did say, "You ain't seen bad yet, but it's coming." And, but it's uh, coming. That aptly described everything on that website. <laughs> it described sex with him too. <laughs> oh man, so, you ain't seen bad yet, but it's coming. <laughs> we've got a quiz. But the last thing before we get to the quiz, when I was like, "Oh, let's do a sheet of Kim instead. This is going to be more fun." And my God, you guys, there are so many awesome videos. There was one. Where the ninja, there's, see, there's always like a guy that he's going to get that somehow can't see him, okay? And he's in the middle of the field wearing a ninja outfit. He, he talks about like a pebble, the classic throwing a pebble. And it, he had a name for it, like the pebble jutsu or something like this. Throwing a pebble to distract him. All right, sentry standing with like a Ruger pistol. He's behind him, throws a pebble over his shoulder. The guy turns and shoots at where the pebble went. Like he says, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> Kill me. It's like... Pop! Bang! 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 He's just so trigger happy. <laughs> and then, of course, he kills him. With it. He was behind him the whole time, and all he did afterwards was just cut his throat afterwards. Like, you were already behind him. Then the video of him appearing and disappearing was l- clearly seeing him behind a bush, watching him roll out and pause for a little bit, and then awkwardly start oh. rolling again. This is this is the deadliest man alive. I don't Whoever know if we have time... Ever lived to show you levitation or not? Okay, let me share my screen real quick. Uh, I hope is this whether David or not Blaine? this gets time. Nope. <laughs> you wish <laughs> it was David Blaine. Okay, so one of you guys is going to describe this. I don't care who. Um, All right, he's there's a he's in his black pajamas. He's crisscross applesauce, feet up, and he's about to start a symphony. And now he's lifting his he's lifting his knees <laughs> off the ground and balancing oh on his butt, God. and he's doing. <laughs> He's balancing a little bit, and he's making it look tricky, and now he's praying. There's someone came out with a hoop. Someone came out with a goddamn hoop and just did the, like, look, it's not broken. Okay, like, they're touching a hula hoop. It's a hula hoop. And that's where the video stopped. Oh, no. <laughs> he just did it. I didn't hey. doing the magic trick of a hula hoop. Wow. Okay. They're not and even they're doing, not it, doing well. it well. Not even they're doing not it well. doing it well no. because you can see the trick because <laughs> no. there's nothing in front of it. And now there's just a video of him, like, holding onto a fence. Okay. So he... Play by play. Imagine you're sitting cross-legged on your, uh, on, your, uh, on, the, on your butt and you lean back a little bit and lift your feet up. But again, leaning back, meaning your entire ass is still on the ground. Then they come in with this foolproof hula hoop, but they just rub it around his butt. They don't even pretend, like, they don't even do a good job of making it look like they're swooping the hula hoop under his butt. They just kind of, like, Did you notice his lovely assistant uh, ran his hand all around the hoop to show that it was unbroken? It's real tricks here. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, the hoop goes onto the front, but then comes off the front. (laughs) Yeah. so, So there you go. There All you it go. did he was can highlight levitate. that he was sitting on his tailbone. Uh, yeah, yep. they went out of okay. their way to to, to focus on that. Like, there's <laughs> nothing else that you could have proven. So many more awesome video parts of Ashita Kim. He's just an amazing idiot. But googling him, 
You can get his LinkedIn page. It just says LinkedIn, uh, Ashita Kim, ninja, self-employed. <laughs> <laughs> so he's not taking awesome. assassination he, contracts He's currently. between clans yeah. right now. Right. Yeah, that's the, the goal of any ninjas. Get out from under under that boss, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're going to play a little quiz to see how well you guys have been paying attention. And, and if, by this episode, my three brothers have learned how to become... Have learned the way of the ninja. Um, are you guys? How you want to do this? You want to go in have, birth order? Or what order do, do you want? Sixty-two dollars, and then you'll send us proof that we have learned. <laughs> you stole my punchline, Grant. That's exactly right. Okay, <laughs> it off. But that's okay. So we've, I've got three three questions for you guys. I'm going to tell you about three. I mentioned he has like thirty plus books. He has all these books that he's written. I'm going to tell you about three books and ask you a question. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. I'm the ninjiest. Okay, you are pretty ninja-y. Let's go over to the book Secrets of the Ninja, a bestseller by Ashita Kim. Okay, so Ashita Kim is one of the handful, one of a handful of men in the world who've learned the true art of ninjutsu, the, sti- the silent way of self and assassination in feudal Japan. Initial attempts to bring these secrets to the public were met with stiff resistance due to the brutal nature and terrifying effectiveness of the techniques. Now, some 30 years later, it has become a martial arts classic. The ninja can fight or disappear. Looked for cannot be seen. Listened for cannot be heard. Felt for cannot be touched. Now you too can become a master of invisibility with the ability to penetrate anywhere unseen and vanish without leaving a trace. You will learn the nine steps for erasing sight and sound. Attacking from ambush, above, below, behind. Sentry removal, dagger, garrote, sleeper hold. The art of escaping, kumi uchi and reversals. Ninja weapons, swords, nunchaku, and shuriken. The power to cloud men's mind and much more. Train yourself to be a master. Dare to be great. Anyone can do the things I do. But if they but know how. <laughs> if one of, your, one of your skill and determination need only follow the simple course of instruction to be certain of success. Ashita Kim. Okay, Grant. With all the things he's training you, what is the one thing he doesn't want you to do? This is tricky. I mean, this is this separates the men from the ninjas. I uh, I think it's obvious. He doesn't want you to masturbate because if you learn the death touch and you touch yourself, then you might kill your penis. Mm, Matt is going to try to steal your point here. Okay, mm. let's see what the real answer is. The real answer is he doesn't want you to buy the book at this other link where a publisher screwed him out of a bunch of money and he says that it is written by a fake author. (laughs) Oh, boy. Don't buy this cheap knockoff version not written by Ashita Kim. This has been released by so-called legitimate publishers who have taken advantage of Master Kim's good name. And then he has a whole thing about what's going on with that. Oh, my God, that's amazing. But he got screwed by the publisher at first, which, hey, sorry, dude, but... uh, yeah, so right, but that is ben, what he does not want Can you, you imagine that you're like, you want me to ghostwrite what? Oh, that's low. <laughs> like, <laughs> after after Cervantes wrote the first part of Don Quixote, there was some guy who claimed to be Cervantes and wrote the second part. Uh, and it was uh, you know, that's a total So this has been going on since the beginning of the novel and it continues wow. to this day with no. Jane Kim. God damn. Well, don't buy that book, folks. If you want to learn the true ninja techniques, follow Ashita Ashita Kim's Kim-Hose? advice. <laughs> well, the next book that we're going to talk about is Ninja Death Touch. 
Hmm. Anyone feeling up for tackling Ninja Death Touch? I'll take that because it sounds like a Cure album. Okay. <laughs> Back in print. Ninja Dim Mach, the Chinese Death Touch. We are Ninja Japan. Oh, sorry, sorry. Anyway, the Chinese Death Touch. This unholy science is based on the same principles as therapeutic methods of acupuncture, except they are used to inflict pain or injury or death, depending on the power of the strike and the skill of the assassin. Overcome any attacker with fingertip pressure includes charts and diagrams of the vital and fatal points of the human body, times when they are most vulnerable, (laughs) laws of midday and midnight, fistic hand weapons, in quotes, common to all martial arts, history and origin, even a ninja legend. I don't know what that part means. <laughs> a valuable anatomic study, a self-defense must. Uh, the 21st century classic edition of this dim mock, or sorry, the 21st century edition of this dim mock classic contained 15 new pages of deadly poison hand technique. Okay, um, this also brings up a classic that you will see in lots of make fun of martial arts crap. Ashita Kim claims this technique was called Monkey Steals Peach. You might have seen this in other Laugh at Kung Fu shit stuff. It he ripped is, someone's testicles off. Yes, exactly. It is a picture of him like squatting down and putting one hand out, and then it says application, and then he's standing next to a guy grabbing his balls, okay? Monkey Steals Peach. Hmm. Uh-huh. Classic. Corey, the question. If that move is called Monkey Steals Peach, what is the throat ripping technique called? Uh... <laughs> Monkey pulls a can of soda out of the machine. You can get his arm in. <laughs> <laughs> that is close. Fat man grabs. It Twinkie. is called. <laughs> it is Donkey called the care. ripping out the throat method. <laughs> <laughs> method. <laughs> Mentioned in the copy of uh, you know you want to get the te- the these sweet moves. Is, is there a link to the get? movie Roadhouse anywhere in that <laughs> description? <laughs> No, 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 no. He's not a cooler. He's the ninja. Okay. The final, the final question. Sorry, Grant, you're going to have to answer this one. I mentioned that Ashita Kim wrote erotic ninja novels. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to share briefly to show you this awesome picture. So this book is called The Amorous Adventures of Ashita Kim. Um, okay. You see, he's got, like, some lady uh, who appears to be a white lady who's uh, sitting on top of him. She doesn't seem to have any clothes on, or at least doesn't have a top on. Okay, we're not sharing anymore. Good. Now I'll read and tell you about this. Okay, so the amorous... This is the the copy. The Amorous Adventures of Ashita Kim is the chronicle of his fifth trip to Africa in the service of the Udansha International as an intelligence operative. So this is a true story. His cover story at the time was being a bouncer at a brothel. So good call, Grant, on the uh, Roadhouse thing. But he was, he was, his cover for his international espionage deal was he was a bouncer at this brothel in South Africa. These are the tales of the ladies he met and helped during that turbulent period that provide a glimpse into how the real world works behind the scenes, inside the secret meetings, how a real warrior behaves regardless of the venue and employment. Okay, so... He says this is a story of when he had to go to Africa to, uh, it was on a top secret mission, and he posed as a bouncer at a brothel, okay? In the story, he's, it's a true story. In the story, he saves the prostitutes from some, you know, local bully. There's some bullies in the area. He saves the prostitutes. Then he is worshipped 
uh, by the ladies as the white god prophesized in the legends <laughs> from their ancestors. Uh, Despite the fact that his name is Ashita Kim. <laughs> but he's a white guy. Our, the ancestors prophesized that he would save them. Mm-hmm. He reluctantly but dutifully impregnates all the women. <laughs> Just no bless oblige. <laughs> and, you know, goes on, you know, to do his, uh, his, his spy work. Okay, okay. These, wait, these busty, fertile women in heat were like, we were told a white man would be delivered unto us from his mother's rumpus room. Like, <laughs> Yes, with ninja sword in hand. So, Grant, I mean, this amazing story. Now back to the copy. Uh, this property would be the screenplay for a soon-to-be-released motion picture. These plans did not materialize. And why, Grant? Why was this? did this turn out that this was not made? Into a major motion picture. Uh, I bet the government didn't want his the details of the <laughs> of the operation to get out. The government squashed it. Grant, it says these plans did not materialize because of political considerations. Hell yeah! <laughs> Grant's the only one. <laughs> I'm the, the ultimate ninja. ninja. He's the as I ninja. said, He's the ultimate ninja. As I always said, and always have, and always will. <laughs> and as soon as my check for sixty-two dollars clears, I am the ultimate ninja. <laughs> I think wow. I'm probably up to fourth or fifth most uh, deadly man who's ever lived at this point. Right. Climbing that Mortal Kombat Top ladder. Five. Goro's still above me, but I'm getting there. <laughs> He's got all the arms. <laughs> He's got all them arms. What are you gonna do? Yeah, he's got a he's got a certificate for each arm. <laughs> I mean, he, he's gonna dim back me four times. I'm you know I'm screwed. <laughs> I can only do it to him twice. Uh, hey, this this was a fun adventure. I strongly encourage you to uh, check out some more AshitaKim.com if you're interested. It is a treasure trove of craziness. Um, I hope you enjoyed our little tour. Yeah, this was a fun topic. But we guarantee you can't come up with a better topic, which is why we are issuing the topic challenge. <laughs> Pay us $10,000 to, if you think you can come up with a better topic, you can email that topic to us at freelegaladvicepodcast at gmail.com. Each email will cost $25,000. Yes. Uh, but again, we guarantee you can't do it. If you think you can, pay us $10,000. <laughs> free the little podcast at gmail.com hey you guys uh you know for a few hundred episodes Corey uh did some awesome stuff on instagram and the last couple weeks i started trying to try my hand at it is the artist good no but is it funnier also no but anyway check out what i'm gonna do this week maybe i've got some good ninja stuff for you guys so check us out on instagram we are at free legal advice podcast and like Grant always says, you should follow us on Twitter, the best place to watch monkeys stealing peaches. We are <laughs> at Free Legal Pod. That's a good one. Hey, and if you and if you like the show, and also maiming, mutilating, disfiguring, <laughs> paralyzing, and crippling, then let me introduce Ooh. you to the deadliest podcast who ever lived. <laughs> yes, uh, we're we're doing a sale right now for sixty one dollars. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> you can get a certificate in Ninja Secrets, Secrets of the Ninja, Gun Repair, or get your degree. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be a paralegal so soon. I'm going to get my yeah. black belt in paralegal. <laughs>
a classic bit. Episode 182. In that era, not a lot of games had such a well-developed backstory. What's the backstory of Centipede? I don't know. Um, uh, so Biological evolution, I guess. <laughs> but in this case... You are... Honestly, Ben, the manual might just say kill it. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> um, you know, there is a story, you know, you're a plumber, like in the beginning of the instruction booklet, it says it, you know, you're a pl- somehow the, uh, the thing, there's a Koopa kingdom, he captures it, there's a guy, you gotta go get him, you were a plumber, you got into this world... There's a thing when they did a cartoon, it kind of made sense, and that like is in his in as much as it was similar to the video game. If you watched the cartoon, you'd go, "Oh, this is Mario Brothers, right?" But if you watched that movie and no one told you, you might go, <laughs> "You know, the weirdest thing is those guys almost look like <laughs> Super Mario Brothers." <laughs> but there's no, I mean, they aren't. But you won't believe how close. <laughs> if you had no idea and you were watching Alien Three. And someone's like, this is Super Mario Brothers, the movie. You'd be like, wait, what? What? You know. Which one's Mario? They killed him off in Alien 2. What? Yeah. Yeah. 